From the Saddle. Produced by Caitlin Hewitt and Joseph Maloney. Owned and operated by Hewitt Consulting and Communications. All rights reserved. From the Saddle is brought to you by Hewitt Consulting and Communications. Specialising in rural business and marketing design. Find them on Facebook and Instagram. Hi listeners, welcome to the 2021 Nutrien Feature Series. With Nutrien Classic Sale just around the corner, we thought it would be a great opportunity to speak with the vendors, trainers, presenters and Nutrien themselves to get a great insight to the first event to be held post-COVID. So join myself, Caitlin Hewitt and co-presenter Scott Keogh for this From the Saddle production. Today, ladies and gentlemen, for episode three, we are joined by Joel Fleming. Joel is a part of the Nutrien Equine team making Nutrien 2021 all happen. Good morning, Joel. G'day, Caitlin. How are you? I'm well, mate. Thank you for joining me today. That's no dramas at all. Joel, I thought we'd have a chat, um, you know, since we spoke with Mark Barton back in December for this January release, obviously a few things have changed with COVID um, and with the event. So I thought we'd we'd have a quick catch up and, and talk about anything that Nutrien needs everyone to know heading to the event only in a week or so time um, and obviously some clarification around a few things. So... Let's talk Friday night stay in shootout and the presentation night change. Yeah, Caitlin. So there was an email. There was an email go out. If anybody does need to keep up to date at any stage, um, our website's very good to visit, but I'd probably more so suggest getting on Facebook and scrolling through the Nutrient Equine um, performance horse feed there just because that's probably the most up-to-date information. Now, with the stay in shootout, that has been just because of the COVID rules um, and the, the amount of people that get in that indoor arena there for the stay and shoot out the presentation, we've actually moved that outside. So that's going to feature in the main arena. Now there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a cutout yard basically set up right in front of the spectator hill. So we're going to, um, yeah, after the drafting's over, go and set up a whole new cutout yard there so that people can be spaced out across the hill um, and there'll be bar facilities there as well. And that's where the stay and shootout is going to be held. And then also the presentations uh, to follow the stay and shootout. Wonderful. Now, mate, entering ALEC grounds, um, all people that enter will have to register their attendance using the Service New South Wales app by signing in with the QR code. That's correct. So if you could, just to save any delays, because everybody knows what it's like when, um, especially when you're trying to get in there for the camping, there can be quite a queue at different times and um, and people can get a little bit flustered, but it would be great if everybody could have that service, New South Wales app already downloaded on their phone and an account set up because it'll make things tenfold quicker. Now, for anybody, um, or I guess probably more the um, more to the older generation that don't don't have a smartphone or an Android, and just it's impossible for them. There is going to be um, a couple of tablets there that our gate staff will have that they are able to sign in via those. But we would recommend that everybody has that Service New South Wales app. Just get an account. It's dead set. Like I've got one. It's it's four or five minutes of your life, and it could save you. It could save you ten minutes at that front gate. Yep, good to know, good to know. So, um, 
you know, if you're listening to this, Travelling Down, please do download that app and uh, it will save everybody some time in the long run. Now, the long yard opening times... Yeah, so it will be um, it'll be closing at midnight with the meals closing at ten p.m. So yeah, just make sure if you do want to have a meal, make sure you get down there um, nice and early. And yeah, just with the, just with a strict midnight closing once again. A few COVID um, COVID rules there. I know that they have been out of party on a little bit past midnight in other years, but it will be a strict um, a strict midnight close. So we'd ask everybody if they could adhere to that. Just for the better of the um, the better of the event, we don't better of the event. Sorry, we just don't need to go attracting any unwanted attention. I guess, Caitlin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just recapping on the COVID nineteen guidelines for the licensed areas at the twenty twenty one Nutrient Classic. Just reading off your Facebook post here. As with all licensed premises within New South Wales, whilst inside the main arena, you must be seated whilst drinking alcohol. When you buy a drink at the bar, you will need to sit down to have the drink. Uh, Nutrient have erected screening around the arena to ensure that um, they meet the guidelines. Though this was not your first option, it's become necessary for you guys to ensure that you meet the requirement. Yeah. So basically what it is, like that that bar area there, normally when you can grab a drink and, and a lot of people um, will stand around that um, stand around the handrail, I guess you'd call it, up the top and be able to look at the look at the sail ring while being close to the bar. We have had to screen that off um, so that people actually can't stand there and, and watch the event. Um, so, so to you know, to basically force everybody to grab a seat. Now, by no means are we the fun police, but we just need to ensure that the event goes ahead and stays within the COVID, you know, within the COVID guidelines and it's for the better, you know, the better the competition and the better the sale. If everybody, you grab a drink, go and sit down. We're not going to stop you from mingling or hanging out with your, um, having a drink with friends. But if you could just grab those drinks and go to your seats, once again, we just won't attract any unwanted attention. Thank you, Joel. That's a good wrap up on that. Now, mate, while we're talking clarification... Let's talk clarification around uh, the $100 entry fee for the 2021 Nutrient Classic Camp Draft. So, yeah, it's a good one to talk about. Listen, we've had a fair few calls over the last sort of 48 hours about this. Um, and once we've explained it to people, it's, um, it, you know, everybody's everybody's been behind it. But basically what it is, so the last couple of years, there's been well over 50% of all competitors paying into the jackpot pool, um, and we've gone to you know we've gone to a number of um, a number of competitors for consultation, and um, they've agreed like everybody's been behind it, but basically to put this jackpot in place across the whole event. So what it was before is you could actually nominate to pay in this jackpot, and then if you if you'd paid into the jackpot, Caitlin, well you were you know you were um, you were therefore entitled to some of that money depending on how high up placed so with that it's the hundred percent look everybody's going to pay a hundred dollars to go in the classic this year and the most important thing out of this is a hundred percent of that fee is being added back to the prize pool with all nutrient also topping the pool up to make the 2021 classic worth one hundred and forty seven and a half thousand dollars in cash and prizes so what that means for the competitors is the winner's check has now risen to fifty thousand dollars and the runner-up now receiving twenty thousand. And the remaining twenty thousand out of that top up from the uh, from the jackpot money has been spread across the minor placings and round money, and with no cattle ever to be taken out of the event. So basically, you pay a hundred dollars. We're not pocketing any. 
we're actually chipping in a little bit more ourselves to make the prize pool bigger. Good stuff. All right. Well, thanks for clarifying that. And I'm sure a lot of people will appreciate that being clarified. Um, is there anything else, Joel, that you'd like to deliver on behalf of Nutrien to the wider community? The only thing would be that please jump on the internet um, and have a look at our amended program. Um, I've been speaking to a few people over the last sort of two or three days that weren't aware that our program has changed just because of the um, just because of the rise in uh, competition numbers. We are starting Friday now instead of Saturday, so the program that would have been in the catalogue in the hard copy of the catalogue that went out to everybody it has been amended. We're going to start Friday morning at 7.30am with uh, with the first half of the open round one. So on Friday, 7.30am runs 1 to 250 in the open will commence. And then at the completion of that, depending on how warm the weather is, but we're hoping around a 4pm start will be the Masters Camp Draft on the Friday. So Friday will be one, runs 1 to 250 in the open and then we'll run round one of the Masters. So just it's just changed a few other little things for... Um, for Saturday and Sunday, but just jump on there and have a look at that amended program because, once again, the one in the front of the catalogue has been amended. Wonderful. So if anyone's listening and hasn't followed uh, Nutrient Equine Performance Horses on Facebook, please do so. They're very proactive on updating and, and keeping everybody up to date. I'm sure we can appreciate what a large task that is. So thank you, Joel. That's a good, that's a good message to deliver. Yeah, thanks, Caitlin, and thanks for um, thanks for having us on again. Beach series. Now, Vicky, you're joining us as a representative from the GCA today. We'd like to sort of just talk to you about the team heading to Nutrient competing for the Champion Rider title. Um, do you want to give us a rundown on the members heading to Nutrient 2021? Yeah. So our captain's Ken Bolton. He was the winner of our open overall open rider, uh, closely followed by. Matt Holtz, then Michael Hiscock, and a young up-and-coming rider, Charlie Hensberger, and then I come in fifth. That was our open riders. And then for our lady rider, we've got Cindy Ryder, probably the most popular person on the team. So a fairly good, strong team going this year? Definitely. Now, Vicky, uh, the charity of choice for the GCA this year, who is it? The Black Dog Institute. Yeah, good. So um, close to home, that one, or is it just... Well, def- definitely. Um, you know, farmers have been uh, through the drought and that was a trying time. And then m- many of us went through the bushfire down here in Gippsland. Some of our members um, got very badly affected. And then we followed close on with COVID and we've only just taken our masks off. So yeah. there's been a lot of um, homebound people yeah. um, and... We just thought that that was a pretty um, important one to focus on. We've also got um, our GCA uh, representative for the Young Ambassador, uh, Jasmine Pryor. She's um, fundraising for the Black Dog Institute as um, over the next couple of weeks to leading into Landmark. So, yeah, so we thought it was quite a good one to choose. Tell you what, Vicky, that is great. Uh, close to the heart, a subject like that. And uh, tell me, with Kenny Bolton at the helm, uh, the team doesn't lack any experience, does it? Well, he's the most experienced on our team and probably the most experienced um, of all the 25 riders going there. He's probably the older statesman, but he's been around a long time and seen a lot, yeah. Mate, how many Southern Zone rider titles would he have won? 
Oh, gee. Like 20? None of us have come anywhere close. I'd probably say 25. Yeah, it has to be. Every now and again, somebody pops up, like um, Matty Holtz has come up a couple of times and and, uh, and won it. Uh, and then Michael Hiscock has done it, but he keeps, he, if, if he's not winning it, he's um, runner-up. He's very, very hard honest. to beat. Yeah, right. Michael Hiscock, another Gold Cup winner on the team. Yep, two-time Cup winner. Yeah, he won't be a weak link. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I'm sure he won't. <laughs> I hope not. We'll have a bit to say if he's going to drag the train a bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. Now, Vicky, just quickly, do you have a ritual before a run? No, I don't. Um, I just love working cattle. I love working cattle. I love watching cattle and I just love trying to outwit them. So I I suppose my ritual is to watch those cattle closely, watch how they run and work out how I'm, what I'm going to do to get that beast around. Yeah. No, I don't, don't have any rituals. Righto. Yeah. Any advice to Michael before he goes in? You're in 2021. (laughs) He's at the gate. He's ready to go and he looks to the left and there you are. What are you going to say to him? Don't stuff it up, <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you, Vicky. Thanks for joining us. No worries at all. Thank you. Beach series. Right, Leah. We're back today. Um, you've got nine lots in total heading to 2021 Nutrien. Um, I'm with Scotty Keogh. Scotty, do you want to take it away? Mate, tell me all about lot 136 Big Dreams. We're talking about a 2015 Red Roan mare. By none other than one stylish Pepto out of spinning acres, uh, an acres mare. Golly, uh, looks like some horsepower here, Leah. Tell me all about her. Yeah, look, um, this mare's super exciting as well. Um, I'm putting it through on account of Bob Guest. Uh, Bob Bob started this mare and and has um, done a fair all all her training. I mean, she's predominantly cutting trained. Uh, she didn't get a lot of opportunities to show as young. Just uh, I think Bob only started her as a three-year-old. But, I mean, she's ready to go. I, I have been riding her and she's she's wicked. Bob's done a great job. She's going to be like her dad as well. Like I think she'll she's chasing a cow, really cool, very very nice flat running mare, um, plenty, of, plenty of pace and, and so forth too and, I mean, you just got to look at the breeding there, like Spinning Acres. I mean, I think she had an, a lifetime earnings over 31000 in in the cutting pen and, and her progeny, you know, they've gone on um, to, to be successful in the cutting, camp drafting world. Uh, Terry Hall actually drafted that Spinning Acres for a while and, and won a few novice drafts. So, um, you know, you've got, you've got camp draft winners, Bottom, top, she's super pretty, you know, that liver, liver-owned, you know, mare that's just, yeah, just Um, eye-appealing. She's actually a full sister to that Courtney Roberts big one, Um, and he's, I mean, he's an exceptional cutting horse and and has done, you know, so much there, and she just, she's just a really nice mare to look at and that. And I guess with with Bob Bob riding, Bob actually he actually trained a horse called Mordox Oak um, and sold it through through Nutrient a few years back. And Mark Buttsworth um, actually won uh, the two two first go rounds on him, 
at the Nutrien um, Classic in 2010. So, you know, Bob's training um, on this mare, she's ready for someone to grab and go and do whatever they want on her and and, and she's going to be super competitive um, there. And not only competitive but look at that breeding to go on and, and breed with as well. So Yeah, I'm thinking uh, pull an embryo and hit the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly right. You know, she, she'll she pay for herself. So. Absolutely. That that mare there is worth a lot of money, not just now, but uh, for the next 15 years afterwards. That uh, uh, 136. Yeah, 136, big dreams. Somebody is having big dreams. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's move on to lot 92. A 2015 chestnut mare by Seligman Spin. Yeah, Glen um, Glen Eden um, Destiny's Bell. So um, she's on account of Dudley and Sharon Gunthorpe. Uh, and d- you know they're they're no um, strangers to to selling good horses. Uh, they always take a team down there to Toowoomba and, and have been selling now through Nutrien. Um, look, she's by Seligman, and we all know what he's done. For our industry and that out of um, Spinana Acres, which is by Acres Destiny. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we all know those Acres mares, how valuable they are for the broodmare and, and what they've bred on. And mm. this mare's this mare's no slouch. She was actually fully, fully trained, ready to go um, for all the Australian Stockman's challenges in, in 2020. Uh we all know the year that we've had uh, with COVID and and so forth. So unfortunately, she didn't get shown this year. But you know, she was fully trained out for that, ready to hit Cloncurry and at full straps. But um, so she's not campaign, but but ready to go. And I think next year our our challenges are actually going to run a derby uh, for these horses that have missed out with the, this year and and look should be a mare that if if you're looking to go down that road with you know there's a whole 12 months there of 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 showing or or step straight into the camp drafting deal she's she's super quiet like um Sharon actually rides her personally she she's been mustering on her and and done a lot of work with her as well and 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 they're just they always produce really good solid horses. Their foundation that they put on them, you know, is by none. They they're all good to shoe and and be around and and so forth. So it's just a really you really know what you're buying from them. And 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 this mare's you know again she's super cowy. She's fully trained. She's ready to go and and have some fun with. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds real good. Um, so that was lot 92, a 2015 chestnut mare by Seligman Spin. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Craig Young on the phone. Craig is the executive officer of the ABCRA and we're going to talk about the team heading to Nutri in 2021 to compete for the champion rider title. How are you going, Craig? Yeah, good. Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, yeah, no, we're going pretty good down here. It's raining and uh, and the country's looking well, so uh, it's been a nice change from where we've been. Happy days. Good stuff. Mate, um, now give us an insight to the team that's that's heading to Nutrien. 
Well, of course, we think they're the best care drafters in Australia. And uh, without doubt, uh, when we front up people like uh, uh, Troy Palmer, Grant Watham, Tony Mortimer, young Tyler Berkeley, Adam Sadler and Simone Harvey, I think uh, everyone will really have to agree with us. Yeah. there's no doubt there's some wonderful camp drafters across Australia and, and we're, we're just pleased to have a few of them. But uh, uh, we're uh, pretty confident in our team and uh, they bring bring a wealth of uh, success uh, with them uh, and their horses uh, to the event and uh, I think they'll, uh, they'll give it a pretty good shot this year. Yeah, absolutely. We've been joined by a few other affiliations and I tell you what, there are some pretty strong teams heading there. Absolutely. They're going to be the, the, the pick of the crop of, uh, of all the associations and uh, with their uh, success over the last uh, or the previous 12 months. But when you actually have a look back through a lot of those competitors, their success for many years is, uh, is testament to the fact that they're, uh, they're in these teams. Yeah, yeah, no shortage of experience there with guys like Troy Palmer, Adam Sadler. It'll be pretty good watching. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add to it, Craig? Oh, look, we're just uh, delighted to be part of the uh, the NCCA and uh, and the, and the uh, this particular event, uh, and uh, very thankful to uh, Nutrient for uh, for you know supporting the the camp draft industry, uh, not only with their sale but with uh, giving us all an opportunity to, uh, I guess, showcase our best uh, best camp draft competitors there for everyone to see. I think it's wonderful. I think it's um, an event that many are looking forward to. I know I am. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think showcase is the word, isn't it? You can go all the way across Australia and, and, and not see so many talented people in one bunch. So uh, yeah, I think showcase is the word there, Craig, and, uh, and an event for any camp draft fan uh, not to miss. Absolutely. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Goodbye. Series. Joe, thank you for joining us. I hear from Nutrien themselves that for 2021, you are the official photographer. Yes, I am. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you excited? What's what's in the mind at the moment? Okay. <laughs> what's in the mind at the moment? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I am excited and it's a great event um, and it's a wonderful opportunity as a photographer um, to be involved and a great team to work with. And there's always, you know, thinking about the elements that are involved in that particular event, um, the lighting, the arenas, the, <laughs> the needing to be everywhere. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's definitely at the forefront of my mind at this stage. I bet, I bet. There's a lot of, I guess there's a lot of, you know, um, things that come into play when when you are positioned to to photograph something, um, anything, a subject of, of any kind. And I guess a lot of people don't realise just what it takes um, for you as the photographer to to pull off the the quality images. Um, I know like I've I've dealt with you a lot through my business here at consulting and and we often have discussions, Joe. Do we think that photo is of quality? Um, you know, obviously, when the lighting's not good, the the ISO is up high, so you lose that resolution. Um, take us through, you know, some of the the good things about it, and, and also the bad um, during the event. Oh, I guess the the when you're working with natural light or artificial light. It, it's the, the biggest element in taking a photo is utilising your light. Um, and, you, you know, when you're working around arenas, you can't always get the ideal position, although you're always trying to. 
um, and there's so many things that are beyond your control. So it's trying to to nail it down to be, you know, the best it possibly can, given your your uh, the elements that are currently happening, which keep changing throughout a, a draft. Yeah, from minute to next, your lighting can change. Joe, do you feel like you know when you're when you're shooting at a normal event, whether it be a camp draft or, or whatever, and then you go to an event um, like Nutrient, do you feel that? the game's lifted a bit more. Everyone's presented a bit differently. The horses are on show a bit better. Um, do you feel that vibe? Oh, look, it's, uh, you know, it's it's quite an electric um, sort of atmosphere when you go to Nutrien. Um, it, it's very professional, um, very well run. It goes like clockwork and, yeah, you absolutely feel the, the vibe and you really, you know, trying to do your very best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which you do all the time anyway, but, yeah, I think there's an added element of pressure um, because of the calibre event that it actually is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, one pet hate of yours as a photographer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> What is my one pet hate? Um, from a technical perspective or from a personal perspective? Let's go personal. Let's go personal. Okay. Uh, I guess um, I like to see originality. Yep. Um, and, you know, I work very hard to establish originality in my work. Yep. And um, when I see other photographers starting out and, you know, going to, you know, take it on as a profession, I always encourage originality. And um, I guess that's that's an area that that does concern me because it's something that's really important to me. Yeah. yeah. I've seen um I've seen some of your fine art pieces and and they are absolutely outstanding. I, I will back you on that, Joe. They are original and credit to you and a credit to your work. Obviously, you know, you, you're very well respected and Nutrien have asked you back again. So good job on that and congratulations. Uh, we wish you all the best for Nutrien 2021 and I look forward to seeing the content that um, flows on Facebook from you. Yeah, thanks very, very much, Caitlin, for having me. That's all right, Joe. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, hopefully the, the weather is kind, the lighting is kind <laughs> <laughs> and, and everyone um, has a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. Good luck, Joe, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks very much, Caitlin. Bye. Feature series. Scotty, bring it in on 126. Oh, mate, I tell you what, another metallic cat out of she's a little smarty, um, a smart little Scotty mare. Oh, the metallic cats, mate, they just, they win and they win. Um, tell us about this guy, mate. Yeah, so this guy's pretty special, hey. Um, he was he was trained again by uh, Trent Smith, um, competed in the 2015 NCHA Futurity. Um, and, look, this horse's nature is, is, is bar none. So from there he... You know, he's been competed in cuttings like the Rookie and Green Rider events, but probably his biggest thing and, and is is his 
Joshua's horse. So Josh Poole owns and rides him. Um, and it's just, I think he's the best horse on the property, to be honest with you. He's just outstanding gelding. Anybody can ride him from any level. Um, you know, you can put someone on him that's green and, and in the same day just, you know, put a professional or or someone on him and, and go and run a big score. Like he's, you know, this, this horse is, you know, we can say they're all good for people, but, th- I mean, he's generally the quietest, easiest going horse yet full Full of ability, you know. So, so well, we're talking. Um, Dad ride him in the open, Mum in the ladies, and the kids in the juvenile. Oh, that's it, and, yeah. and and good, you know, like just just with that breeding, the natural ability, just like you know, oozes out of him. Like he just he just, and he just stays good for everybody, you know. Like he just, it really doesn't matter who you'd put on him. He he's just going to stay good, and and I've I've been you know started tracking cattle around and. And look, he he's ready to throw on the truck and take drafting too. So, you know, again, he's just a horse that everyone can ride. He he's super well bred. Um, he's done the miles as a young horse and that. So, yeah, I, I'm really excited. I, I actually think Josh is going to be down there and and help present him. Um, you know, through the sale as well. So it'll be be very exciting for everybody. Sounds good. Sounds good. Righto. So that's lot 126. He's a metallic cat. Um, 369. 369. I think that's my horse actually. So I um, try to sell there every year just to be a part of what goes down there. And um, he he's by One Stylish Pepto and out of Eye Candy, who's by Marbo. Um, both, you know, both parents are open camp draft winners um, Eye Candy won a bunch of ladies, opens, um, everything. She's actually one of the horses that I, I first ever seen drafting with Jess Storch uh, when I kind of got into the camp drafting scene and I just said, I, I want to look like that one day. So I'm really excited to be able to, you know, own him and then present him through. Um, and, and he's a super cool little horse uh, as well. He could go challenging, drafting, a lot of expression on a cow, but yeah, just just a nice horse to be around too. So he's yours, Leah. So I mean, have you start started him, put your foundation on him? Um, yeah, is he born and raised with you guys? Yeah. So actually, Wade Davidson started him, um, and I brought him off of Jess after that. So he's been with us ever since since then, and yeah, just brought him along. Along slowly, you know, it's a bit like um, horse trainers don't really get to to ride their own a heap, but um, he's going to have a really good sale prep and, um, you know, he's always just had that natural ability there to, to be good and, and this sale prep's going to really bring him out. But, yeah, he's he's been through our deal as a young horse and, and like I said, he, he'll be ready to go for all those incentives. I think he's got another... Another year of incentives down there, and and he would be a horse to bring back for for both to challenge and draft. So sounds good. So that's lot three six nine stylish candy man, a two thousand and sixteen chestnut gelding by one stylish Pepto. Beach series. 
Today we are going to speak with Gina Lincoln, um, the president of the Southern Camp Draft Association. Gina, give us a rundown on the team that's heading to Nutrien to compete for the champion rider title. Uh, okay, we've got uh, David Murphy. He's our captain. Um, he's a horsebreaker, um, been involved in camp drafting basically since he's eight years of age. Um, so no stranger to the sport, um, had a great deal of success with his own um, stallion and his own progeny running through the camp draft scene. So we're pretty happy to have him as our captain. He was actually in the team last year as well, so he's got experience in that side of it. And um, the horse that um, I think that he's actually going to be riding is the SCA Open Horse of the Year. So, um, yeah, so he'll be uh, um, a good captain for us. Um, Simon Dodd will also is part of the team um, and he's pretty well known to the camp draft world. He's the owner of Wallabar XL yep. and um, winner of um, many camp drafts. He's winner of the Barnes Trophy at Warwick. Um, he's run numerous SCA horse awards with his um, stallion and other progeny from the stallion. Um, all the family are involved in the sport. So, um, yeah, Simon will represent us really well. Uh, Nick Taylor. He's uh, probably newer to the team but um, has been working his way up through the the ranks in the SCA and um, been camp drafting for probably 20 years but just sort of always been the bridesmaid, not the bride, and um, now he's in the, the champion rider category and um, doing really well. Uh, our other rider is Mitchell Weir. Um, he's probably, probably the newest kid on the block. Mitch is a, a young fellow from... Um, up around Corriong area, um, sort of been involved in the man from Snorri River and um, born and bred in the high country. Um, he's, yeah, he's been involved in the sport for probably for about 15 years. Um, he's one of the younger um, competitors that we've got, but, um, yeah, he's got some pretty um, handy horses. So um, we look forward to him representing us. Um, he's won a few opens up in the man from Snowy River. So, um, yeah, he should be very complet- competitive. Um, another rider is Glenn Coleman. Yeah. Um, Glenn's no stranger to the sport. Old bronc rider too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yep. So, yeah. um, an old bronc rider, but, um, gone back to the, the safest sport, I suppose. Um, his dad obviously has been, was involved in the sport for many years and a lifetime member of the SCA who, um, we lost, um, only last year. So, um, he'll be pretty proud to ride, um, in honour of his dad and, um, basically, yeah, Smiley taught him everything he knows and he sort of inherited camp drafting, I suppose, from his dad and it was sort of a normal transition for him. And our youngest rider, which is our lady rider, is Charlotte Taylor, who is the daughter of Nick. Um, she's actually a juvenile rider um, and she um, will actually break into open status this year, so she gives us ladies a pretty big run for our money. Um, she actually won the Lady Rider with Kate Reader this year, but unfortunately Kate's not able to ride. So um, Charlotte's our representative um, this year. She's only been drafting for six years. Um, she rides her dad's horses. So he jumps off one in the open and puts Charlotte on in the ladies. So um, we're pretty pleased to have um, her. She's um, It's going to be a big step up for her to go up to Landmark and a really good experience to be involved in the sport up there and meet some um, really great people. So we look forward to um, Charlotte representing us. So that's pretty well the profile of the team. Um, we've got a pretty strong team this year, not 
that we haven't had any other year, but um, yeah, they've all sort of probably not drafted as much as we'd like, but um, they'll be pretty hungry by the time they get up there. <laughs> I bet. Now, Gina, what's your charity this year? Um, yes, it is Can Assist. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we were Heart Foundation the year before, so it is Can Assist. Um, we've had um, quite a few people involved in the sport that have um, sort of been touched by um, that area and, yeah, that it was pretty unanimous. The riders all wanted to go that way, so... Yeah, we hope that we can um, bring home the bacon, but um, we'll give it a fair crack anyway. Good stuff. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Gina, and uh, we wish the team all the best and we look forward to seeing the result. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Yeah, we wish everyone the best of luck. It's a a great initiative and, um, yeah, we hope to be involved in it for many years. All the best, Gina. Okay. Thanks, guys. Feature Series. Today we've got Gab from the ACA joining us um, to give us a rundown of the team heading to Nutri in 2021 to compete with the champion rider title. How are you going, Gab? I'm very well. How are you? We're good. Great to have you, Gab. Now, Gab, who's the team? Who's going? Uh, This year, our team is made up of our current leading HTL lady rider for the 1920 season, that's Shari Knudsen. Yes. And we've also got our current leading Ariat Open riders for the 1920 season. 29 and 2020, yep. uh, 1920 season because we're a year behind because of COVID. So, yeah, they're our current leaders, but the standings for that year aren't actually finalised until our Nebo finals in April. Yep. So our Ariat Open riders that are going are Ben Hall, Steve Kamiski, Will Durkin, Pete Kamiski and our team captain is Rowan Marks. Oh, in one, the bag or what? One hand on the trophy gap. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely in the bag. This is Shari and Will's first year representing ACA at the championship. And I tell you That's what. really exciting. Shari's like a dog with a bone. If she wants something, she's going for it. Yeah, girl power. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and looking fabulous on the way. So is Will. Will's, absolutely. Will's, Will's hotter than Ned <laughs> Kelly's pistol at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you go past Stevie, Pete, Rowan, Queensland? Yeah, that's right. Rowan won the event in 2017 and Pete won it in 2019 and 2020. So we've yeah. got a pretty hot team and um, I'm told that Steve reckons the party's most looking forward to is beating GCA and I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, right. I think sports bets got you at a dollar four. We're talking winks odds. <laughs> oh, we could do it. Winks odds. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah. No, that's that's a pretty fierce team, Gab. Um, I guess we look forward to to seeing the result. So do we. And um, I just wanted to mention that our chosen charity this year is the. Westpac Rescue Helicopter. Yep. So if our team wins, or should I say when our team wins, <laughs> we'll be donating, well, NCCA on our behalf will donate $2,000 to that charity. Great stuff. Wonderful, Gab. We'll catch up with you and we'll talk some more. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Feature Series. Thanks for listening to our Nutrien Feature Series for the Nutrien Classic Sale 2021. Remember to click subscribe to stay in the loop as we release new episodes. From the Saddle is brought to you by Hewitt Consulting and Communications, specialising in rural business and marketing design. Find them on Facebook and Instagram.